Hello and welcome to Monday, the last Monday of February of 2024. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you're having a great start to your week on this Monday morning. How are you? How you feeling? I hope well. So you are joining me for episode number 14. And I was thinking as I normally do over the weekend, what I would talk about. And I think this has been on my mind for a couple of weeks now, uh, but it's something that I'm always talking about with other people. And it's like, what do you have to offer someone in a relationship? Oftentimes I talk to, you know, friends or associates, or coworkers, whatever. And, um, you know, we're quick to express what we want, what we look, what we are looking for in a person and or relationship. But have you ever taken the time to pause and think, what am I offering? So let's get into it. Hello again. My name is Mitch Wright and I welcome you to episode 14 of Love Is Your Medicine podcast. I've been having a blast, an absolute pleasure um, having a discussion with you, my listeners. I'm still thrilled that you know each week it seems like I'm getting more and more uh, listeners and also individuals that download um, episodes of my podcast from around the world and you know it's, it's very humbling I'm happy I started off uh, my wife Michelle kind of urged me to you know maybe it would be good to open up and talk about some of the situations I've gone through that I grew up in uh, because she said, you know, she th- felt strongly that it could help someone. And, you know, I started doing it and it not only helps me, but it's nice to hear feedback from individuals on the different topics uh, that I've discussed. So I'm happy. And like I mentioned at the end of uh, episode 13, I have people listening and downloading uh, different episodes of my podcast, not only in the United States, which is grown a great deal in the United States, uh, but I have listeners in Canada two countries in Africa um, 
the UK, Belgium. I have quite a few listeners in Belgium, Germany, and to my surprise, I noticed uh, even India. So I have someone listening in India as well. So I thank all of you. I appreciate you and I hope that you find value in each episode. So getting to uh, this episode, what do you have to offer? Like I said in the intro, um, you know, I, I have friends or people I associate with or I've had co-workers in the past. Um, you know, they very openly will discuss with me or anyone else uh, what they're looking for in a person. Some may even, you know, kind of be, uh, they kind of get upset or discouraged because they aren't finding that person that they're looking for. And I, I do a lot of listening. I'll, you know, interject when I want to ask a question or get a point across or my perspective, my point of view. But for the most part, I listen a lot because that's how you learn the most about a person. Ask good questions and listen to what they say without interrupting. And, you know, gradually you'll find out the type of individual that they are. So, uh, you know, I listen and I hear a lot of uh, what they look for in a person. Some people, you know, and I'm not going to beat around the bush here. They have this high list of expectations, whatever they may be. You know, some people, they may have expectations of um, that may be financial. They may have expectations of what they want a person to look like. You may have expectations of what you want a person, how you want them to act, you know, how you expect your significant other to to act, what they should be like. And, okay, a part of, of self-respect and self-worth is like, yeah, you, you want to look for things that will complement you. Because as a couple, you know, you're going to you're working together in life side by side. So, of course, we all want someone compatible to us. You know, nothing wrong with that. I think something that makes me, uh, you know, it it kind of uh, gets my attention is when the more I get to know a person and I hear all these expectations of someone else. And I think, man, you know, have you stopped and looked at your circumstances? Have you hit the pause button and kind of thought about, you know, what you have to offer? And it's, I don't know. Sometimes I just, I I wonder, do people really just stop and take the time to really self-reflect? Honestly, 
and and look at themselves um, as someone from the outside would see them. You know, do you do that? Um, sometimes do you hit the pause button and kind of uh, do an honest evaluation of yourself or self-reflect and, you know, just go down a, a mental checklist about your own life, your own circumstances, you know, because just like we have certain expectations of our potential mate or who we would like to be with. You, you really have to think about, you know, what, what am I offering the person in return? Because a relationship is a partnership, you know, it, both sides should be giving of themselves equally. That's what I've always thought and the way I've always felt. We can't go into a relationship one-sided. And this, you know, it applies to so many aspects of a relationship. You have to be thinking uh, togetherness and full participation from both sides. So if you find something that, you know, you need to work on, do you work on it? Do you, you know, try to better yourself to be a better person? Because, you know, let's face it, none of us are going to be perfect. So I'm not talking about perfection or, you know, you're going to find the just like 100% ideal person. That's never going to happen because, you know, you, you're getting two different people from two different backgrounds, two different viewpoints of life and you're meshing them together so it's not going to be perfect you know we're imperfect people this is an imperfect world each day is different in a relationship so you know not we're not talking about being closed minded like that but you know for instance I I know, you know, I've known individuals um, that are very, and I'm just, you know, let's call it what it is. They're kind of demanding with their expectations. But then, like, I would look at different things about them and it might not be some of their circumstances or quote unquote baggage it, it just, it doesn't look appealing if you're looking from the outside. And I don't, they either didn't either, they either didn't realize it or they either didn't care. And to me, that was, you know, unfortunate, uh, sad that someone can go through life like that and they expect all these other things from other people the way they want them to be but then they aren't uh, complete themselves it's a lot of things that may not be right about them 
And, you know, like I said, we're being honest today. So just think about that. What I said, they may not be complete themselves talking about um, emotionally or mentally or different circumstances in their lives. But yet and still they expect so many things from uh, other people or a potential uh, partner or mate. You know, and remember different things may not be appealing to different people. That's just a, a fact of life, you know, so can we all agree on that? That things about you whether physical or the, the way you talked or act or things in your life, it may not be appealing to other people. And I think everyone have, uh, has to realize that, you know, you would do yourself a great deal of good just starting out with that thought process that you may be a great person. You know, and I'm not saying anything is wrong with you. You may be a great person. You may be living life the way you want to live it. You're happy. You are successful. But you may not be appealing in one way or another to everyone. And I think when when we realize that when we're uh, humble enough to realize that and uh, we're modest and true to ourselves, I think that will, you know, that that cuts out a lot of uh, negative thoughts that you may have, you know, because I know people, they're just like, it really bothers them that they can't find someone. Or I see a lot of uh, women on social media, you know, saying that there aren't any good men out there or the dating pool is like a cesspool, you know, nothing. <laughs> There's no, no good men out there. And, you know, men will say the same thing. I'm not this, you know, I don't, I don't play the bashing one one sex against the other like I don't do that here uh, so men will do it too I've heard men say it there aren't, there aren't any good women or you know all the good women are taken so both sides will play that game about you know either there aren't any good men out there there aren't any good women left you know it's come on we all know there <laughs> There are single men, there are single women everywhere around us. Okay, so sometimes you have to stop and think and and look inward to really honestly look at yourself and think, am I appealing to someone else? So, okay, we got that out of the way first, that we may not be appealing to everyone. 
Now that appealing is going to look different on, on, you know, it varies from person to person. I've known some people that they look for, they want to find someone on the same level they are financially. They feel like they don't, they feel that they want the person to bring something to the table as well. They don't want to um, be the sole provider or they don't want to support someone more than the other person might be, you know, putting into the relationship financially. And, you know, to each their own. Um, I've never personally been about that, about uh, financial. Like, I... I look at other things in a relationship. Um, But like I said, we're all different. I don't bash anyone. I will never bash anyone or, you know, throw how I feel on someone. Because I recognize and I understand that we are all different. And yeah, I know that for a fact. You know, some people, they want someone um, that's financially compatible with them for whatever reason. And I've known people that uh, they believe in each couple. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, each person in the couple will pay equally uh, for, for different bills, whether that's mortgage, rent. Uh, the cars, whatever. Each person puts in equally. I've known other couples where, uh, you know, the say for instance, a husband will say he'll put in uh, for mortgage or rent, and the cars she can cover everything else, you know, like utilities and things like that. I've known couples where, um, you know, the husband, he paid everything, basically the mortgage, the car notes. And he told his wife, um, you know, you have a job, just use the money for whatever you want to use it for. So it is like various situations financially in a relationship but you know like I was saying some people look at that uh, financially they look for things like that in a partner and not saying that that's the only thing they're looking for but in reality it's a big focus when it comes to a relationship with them and uh, you know something else I've known people where they they look for different personalities they want someone compatible with their personality and I'm sure we all know couples where you know they are so much alike you, you know we know the ones they pretty much they can finish each other's sentence you know when they're talking in a conversation same sense of humor um you know, the same goals in life. 
they like the same things for recreation. You know, maybe they like the outdoors and, you know, they do a lot of things outdoors, hiking, swimming, skiing, you know, uh, maybe they're both outgoing or maybe, uh, you know, a couple that were both of them are kind of reserved, maybe shy. You know, so some some people, most people look for someone that's going to be similar to them in personality. And then we have those that physical characteristics are a big thing for them. And this is, you know, most of the time, this is a very uh, hot button when it comes to a relationship or people looking for a prospective partner or a mate. They want someone to be what they feel is an ideal for who they want to be with. Again, nothing is wrong with this. Um, Personally, I feel a lot of people put too much emphasis on this. You know, I'm more concerned with getting to know a person for, for who they are, their qualities, their values, their morals. And of course, we want someone, you know, attractive, someone that we're attracted to. You know, that, that's part of it. That's, you know, it's part of being in a relationship. You want someone to satisfy you. You want someone that, that pleases you um, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So, you know, I'm not saying anything is wrong with that. Um, you know, if you're looking at physical qualities or characteristics, nothing is wrong with it. But do you put a lot of emphasis on that? You know, do you have this idea or this picture painted in your your mind of just an ideal person? Because I tell you what, if you if you pigeonhole yourself like that, you may be passing up some great individuals that might not, you know, be in that uh, physical grouping that you have in your head. Or in your mind. Now think about what I said earlier. You may not be appealing to everyone. And that especially um, applies to the physical aspect of a relationship. You know, we aren't going to appeal to everyone. Like I knew that I, you know, when it comes to physical, I knew that even growing up and in my early twenties, I just knew because like I said, in my earlier episodes, you know, I was growing up, I was the chubby kid. I didn't, I'm like, Five eight. My wife says I'm like five seven. I'm going with five eight. But in my head, I always I jokingly tell people, you know, I may be five eight, 
but I, I, I identify as a six foot seven person. <laughs> I don't let anything stop me from being who I am on the inside. So height never mattered. Uh, growing up, I had my issues with the weight thing and my uh, self-worth and you know, how I carried myself. And that was, I'm talking in my younger years, junior high school and high school, you know, it was an issue. Um, In my twenties, it was an issue with the weight. And it wasn't until, like I said, on my, on one of uh, my previous episodes, it wasn't until I was in my early thirties that I kind of threw that notion out completely about the weight. You know, I didn't let that hold me back anymore. My weight does not dictate who I am or what I offer as a man. And so, yeah, I I say all that to say I knew that I might not be physically appealing to everyone. I know a lot of women who, you know, to them, height doesn't matter. They're looking at other qualities in a man. But then I know women who like, you know, they're not, they, they are not interested in anyone. And they'll say, they'll give you a specific number too. You know, I'm not interested in anyone under six feet tall. I know other women, you know, one woman was like, I don't want to talk to anyone. If they aren't six feet, four inches, then they need to keep on walking. And she was quite serious about that. You know, like I said, to each their own. Um, I know some people, they, they want someone to be a certain weight, a certain size. Again, to each their own, but that's just personally not who I am. I've never let someone's weight uh, define who they are to me. Like I said, I want to get to know the person. I want to get to know their personality. I want to get to know their mind. You know, uh, I wasn't going to let weight uh, determine who I want. And a big reason for me is because I didn't want people doing that to me. So if I didn't want to be treated like that, you know, I made sure I didn't treat others like that when it came to uh, weight or size. But yeah, just, just being totally honest, that is a big issue for um most people is size and uh, weight you know and just like the height I you know uh, men or women I've known both to you know say they didn't want to date or they're not looking for someone over a certain weight and again my thought process goes back to If you're thinking like that and you're so narrow minded, 
you may be missing out on some great individuals that you could get to know if you know if your thought process was a, a little bit deeper but like I keep saying to each their own you know but if you if you're so um, particular with you know what you're looking for then don't complain uh, that you can't find someone if you have these preset um, checklists you can't be upset uh, saying you can't find someone because quite frankly you have like a high maintenance checklist and again like I said we each have things that we we're attracted to that we like that we want that we're looking for so yeah stay true to yourself all I'm saying is you know just self reflect and think am I being too particular am I being too close minded close minded you know my my philosophy has always been just get to know everyone nothing wrong with having a friend you know you may find you have a lot in common with a person but if you if you're going into it closed minded and negatively you know if you put in negative energy, that's what you're going to get. That's what you'll receive is negative energy. So, yeah, the, the other side of the coin is. You know, if you're so particular. Or if you're looking for certain aspects of another person. Are you exhibiting uh, what you're looking for. In other words, is you know, is your life in order? Are you the best you can be um, as a person? You know, as a whole, what you have to offer. Are you ready to be in a relationship at all? Period. You know, if you. And like I said, people call it baggage. But if you have uh, a lot of baggage, whatever it may be. You know, are you fully out of a relationship that you are in? If you have children with someone who you're not in a relationship with. You know, are you ready for that? Are you ready to move on properly? Will you still, and if the person is a, a good person, like whoever the other parent is, if they're a good person and not harmful to you or your the child, are you in a position to move on properly from that relationship, but still co-parent peacefully uh, with ever with whoever you had the child with because when you're in that situation a child has to 
still thrive. You know, mom and dad may not be together anymore for whatever reason. But the child shouldn't have to suffer for that. So if you're looking for another relationship and you have a child. But you're not with the parent, you know, are you ready to move on to get into another relationship? Uh, one where you can still co-parent. But still introduce someone else. Uh, into this child's life and hopefully it's been enough time you know jumping from one relationship to the other when you have a child that's not too good for the child not too good for you either but you know so that's one form of quote unquote baggage um, you know if you're, if you're seeking a relationship you know and you have a child or children you know are, are you and the child's relationships and life solid enough for you to be looking for uh, another partner or mate in a relationship and it's something that each one of us have to answer honestly for ourselves every person is different every relationship is different you know, so that's one part of it. Uh, financially, what if you have a lot of debt for whatever reason? You know, um, and not saying that that makes you a bad person. No, I had debt. You just have to do things to work it off and and make it better. But you know, you have to think about that if you are looking for a relationship because. Remember, the way I look at it is it's a partnership. You know, you're working together in life. You're lifing together, right? So, you know, you have to think, would it be fair if this person has kind of got their life in order and everything going great? But you might have a lot of debt. You know, Will that bother everyone? No. You know, I've known couples that didn't matter. They got together. But what I keep on saying is, you know, are you looking appealing to someone else? What do you have to offer? That may not be appealing to someone else. They may not want someone. Um that has a, has a lot of debt or are rebuilding you know like I said nothing is wrong with it does not make you a bad person I'm just trying to this episode is trying to just open everyone's eyes to the possibility that some things in your life may not be appealing to other people you know it may not be you directly that they don't want to be with it just may be something in your life a circumstance or you know that's what I'm talking about when I say what do you have to offer it's just open honest uh, self reflection within yourself 
just to try to pinpoint, you know, are there things that I can work on in my life that I can become more appealing to someone? And then we have the the physical aspect. And like I said, this is a hot button for a lot of people. Just you may not be appealing to other people. It's just a fact. But if you are a person that has great self-worth, great self-respect, and you know what you bring to the table, you're going to go on in life unbothered by that. You know, there's someone out there for everyone. You just have to find them. But in the process of trying to find someone, if that's what you want to do, you have to keep working on yourself. You have to keep, um, and I've heard this phrase a lot. Uh, you have to be or become a high quality person. And I don't know if you've heard of this gentleman or listened to him, but there was someone I, I listened to a lot. Uh, and I used to like watch him on YouTube. He used to go live on YouTube. Uh, Kevin Samuels. He, <laughs> it was kind of no in between. <laughs> People either loved him or hated him, you know, for the things he said, his philosophies on life and his viewpoints on life. I, I would say I agreed with most of what he said. I disagree with uh, sometimes the way he said it or the way he portrayed himself or uh, if I felt like he was downing someone. You know, I, I didn't agree with that side of it. But the things I agreed with him on was um, his viewpoints on self-development and self-love like caring for yourself enough to where you want to become a high quality person, you know, and high quality people look for other high quality people. Um, people that had their lives in order to where they, you know, felt like they could look for someone else that was of high quality. And so I, I, agree with him on that. I agree with him on wanting to be your best um, in life. You know, emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, where we differed on the physical part of it was he he kind of just, you know, felt like if people were over a certain weight or considered overweight, then they needed to fix that uh, before they could look for a relationship. And like I said, I, I don't agree with that because I feel like weight or size does not define who we are as a person or an individual. I'm mature enough to re realize that we have different weights and sizes. Um, 
some is self-inflicted because we make bad choices with um, eating habits or exercise habits. And, and then I'm open minded enough to realize that, you know, there are some conditions or diseases or medicines, you know, that we may not even know about that affects a person's size or weight. You know, so each of us are different. We're our own person. We know our circumstances. We know our health. So, you know, don't ever feel ashamed or embarrassed about your weight or your size. Be the best person you can be. And yes, be healthy. Uh, Do things to improve your health. But just, you know, just realize that you may not be everyone's cup of tea. Some of us like uh, smaller people, petite people. Some of us like uh, midsize. Some of us like people with some meat on their bones. I know uh, guys that like, you know, they call them BBWs or big, beautiful women. You know, they want something they can hold on to. So we are all different. We have our own likes and desires. So, you know, be happy in the skin you're in. Have that confidence, have that self-love, have that self-respect, that self-worth. Whatever size you are, however tall you are or however short you are, like just own it. You know, live your life. But at the same time, just realize you may not be what someone else is looking for or what someone else desires. It's just a part of life. That doesn't take anything away from you. It doesn't devalue you any. To each their own. Just like you have what you're looking for, what you're attracted to. Other people have that, too. So, you know, there are different aspects of our life where we just have to think honestly and be open with yourself. Am I appealing to someone else? What do I have to offer? And, and you know, broaden it, take that uh, to a larger perspective, not only in the relationship, but what do I have to offer in a friendship even, you know? If we want to have good friendships, good, solid, strong friendships that last for years and decades, you know, what do I have to offer as a person, as an individual? What do I contribute to this friendship? What will I contribute to this uh partnership or this marriage you know keep an open mind but you know when we're honest with ourselves then we're not going to get into that frame of mind where we're discouraged where we're uh, wondering or questioning what's wrong with us you know I know quite a few individuals that are discouraged i 
oh my goodness i see them on social media and they make these posts about you know being lonely i just want to find someone to love me and they jumping in and out of relationships when you're doing this don't you think people they they see you and they're forming these um notions about you you know if they see you jumping in and out of relationships or if you're sounding desperate i often tell people uh you know i may have younger individuals asking me questions about relationships and so forth and i tell most of them the same thing when you are just so bent on finding someone or so uh desperate to get into a relationship um you're not going to look that attractive or appealing to someone like just being brutally honest most of the time we'll find someone when we're content and happy in life doing our thing and then you'll meet someone and it may blossom into a good friendship or a good relationship so you know have that self-worth and that self-dignity to be a whole and a complete person whether you're in a relationship or not sometimes we may feel like uh we aren't going to be whole or complete until we find a mate and that's you know that's not true you have to be whole and complete yourself first because a great relationship consists of two complete people that aren't looking for another person to fill in the gaps or the holes in their life that's not fair to the other person is it so yeah i challenge you to just work on yourself raise your value and not saying for someone else raise your value be complete for yourself that is a huge part of loving yourself being the best version of you that you can be you know and again i'm talking all aspects of life mentally emotionally spiritually physically be the vet, best version of yourself that you can be and remember how we do things here at love is your medicine we take it day by day don't set these big high lofty goals set small goals mid level goals and long term goals and just keep knocking those short term goals out and you know the more that you accomplish the better you'll feel the more positive you'll be and guess what while you're making yourself whole you may look very very appealing to someone and who knows what that'll um turn into So yeah, that's what I meant by this episode title. What do you have to offer?
You have to ask yourself. And you have to be honest with yourself. Sometimes you may even need to um, go to your trusted friend, go to your trusted confidant. Tell them to be honest with you. You know, what do you see? How am I? Anything that you see that I should work on. Like that's what friendships and, you know, someone that you can trust. That's what it's all about. You just don't want to just go through life with each other uh, blindly or just, you know, with blinders on or, or rose colored lenses. But I expect my friends and I tell them constantly. People that I associate with are my friends. Um, My wife, I tell them, if you see something wrong, please tell me. You know, I feel slighted or hurt um, if someone knows something or sees something about me or something I'm doing or saying. And if they don't bring it to my attention, you know, I I feel like my trusted friends can and should do that. So I welcome it, you know, and sometimes it may be uncomfortable for them, but yeah, it's very necessary. It's very needed in friendships and relationships that open communication and honesty. So yeah, besides your self-reflection, ask someone that you trust and love. You know, what do they see? Yep. So we all have to continually think about and work on what we offer as a person. What do you bring to the table? And once you're doing this, you'll you'll find that it transcends into various aspects of your life. You know, whether it's relationships or your, your career, you know? So it is a part of building yourself up and, and loving yourself, loving yourself enough to make sure that you are a whole person for yourself first, you know, be a whole person for yourself. And then, um, like I said, you never know who's who's looking at you, who you may be appealing to. So I hope that you have found value in this episode. Remember the things that I touched on and talked about. Um, if you see something wrong or something that you could do better, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't get discouraged. Just write a list of ways or things that you can do to uh, get better, you know, to become a, a, a better person, to improve what you have to offer. So, yeah, I hope you found great value in this episode. I have a couple of great interviews coming up. Um, the first one will be uh, with my wife. Michelle, we have interesting 
stories to tell about our life and um, the individual paths that we had to take for ourselves. Um, realizing what we could do to love ourselves better and then the paths that we had to take together. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a great interview. We both had to work on things individually and as a couple. And at first she was apprehensive about uh, jumping on here with me. But now, um, yeah, I just talked to her and she's excited. She's ready to tell her story and our story about, um, you know, what we put into practice daily, individually and as a couple to love ourselves. And then another interview I'll have coming up after hers is um, with an individual. um, I've watched her on social media. uh, Just the things that she's doing uh, to to raise her self-love and her self-worth and her self-respect. She's doing some pretty outstanding and awesome things with her life so yeah pretty soon uh, I look forward to bringing you those two interviews uh, because like I said I could talk and I enjoy talking with you but then it's great for us to break it up and have me introduce other people real people just like you and me uh, that are doing it every day loving themselves why? Because love is our medicine. You have to love and respect yourself first before we can expect other people to love and respect us as well. So remember that. Keep on working on yourself each and every day, each and every week uh, to improve what you have to offer as a person. Have a great day. Have a great week. Go and do great things.